0: The
1: Personal legends Paul Merson, John O'Shea, and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off air event. So if you want to be there, get onto offtheball.com forward slash events. Just eat the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League.
2: The news round on Off the Ball with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon night edition available now. Now, you're welcome along, own on YouTube. as everyone simply forgotten Man City are under investigation for multiple breaches? I think you'll find 115, to be exact. Own of financial fair play. So even if they do win the treble, they may end up with no trophy. Well, I think the odds on them being punished with their many, many lawyers and all their money to defend this forever just feel very remote. But no, we haven't forgotten it. In fact, it was a big part of our conversation last night with Jonathan Wilson about... How a Man City treble in 2023 would feel so different to a Man United treble in 99. So that is waiting for your own. You'll find it. It's a good conversation. Michael McCarthy's still here. Hiya. remember Juventus were docked a load of points there a while ago. Oh, wait. (laughs) What
1: happened that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. People with money and reputations do not get punished in this world, Joe. I think we already know that.
2: Okay. Richard McCormick is with us. Hello. How are you, lads? We are very well. So, plenty going on. Let's get stuck into the news round. It is, as ever, brought to you with thanks to Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition is available now. Where are we starting, Rich? Uh, there's three other
0: games tonight. It's almost hard, uh, yeah. easy to forget, pardon me. Nottingham Forest could well climb out of the bottom three if they beat Brighton at the city ground as expected. No, Evan Ferguson risked for the visitors there tonight. Liverpool are away to West Ham and they're without Ibrahima Kanate in their defence. Uh, Jean Matip takes his place alongside Virgil van Dijk and there's a West London derby at Stamford Bridge where Chelsea play Brentford.
2: We are all over the football this evening. We'll keep you updated. Live commentary, if you're just tuning in, of Manchester City against Arsenal is on the menu. Now, Dan McDonnell in the Irish Independent had A big story this morning about the Mm. massive amounts of money from the betting levy which have gone towards horse racing and greyhound uh, racing over the last 20 years, give or take, Rich, and it's um, been discussed in the Dáil. I wouldn't say disgust. We'll get to that
0: in a moment. But the T-shirt, Leo Paragkar, has suggested he's unwilling to revisit government policy on the distribution of taxes from betting. The FAI has submitted a 77-page report to the government highlighting flaws with the Horse and Greyhound Racing Fund. Set up in 2001, that fund sees all betting excise duty in Ireland split 80-20 between horse racing and greyhound racing alone. The report's authors, KHSK Economic Consultants, say those sports now only account for half of bets placed in Ireland. They claim if the fund was split fairly, then football would receive around €20 million Euro annually. KHSK say of nearly 29,000 people quoted by Deloitte as working in the equestrian industry, nearly a quarter of those worked in bookies, with a further 7,000 not directly involved at all. When questioned about the report today by Labour leader Aon O'Riordan, the Taoiseach had this response.
1: I just don't agree with your approach on this. I, I wouldn't pit sport against the equestrian industry that we have have in Ireland. We've increased funding dramatically for sport over the past couple of years, and we're going to continue to do so. Um, There was a time when the budget for sport in Ireland was something like seven million euros. Now it's like 150 million euros, and we're going to continue to uh, invest in sport. But I don't think you should pit sport against the equestrian industry. The equestrian industry in Ireland, horse sport, racing, stud farms, all of that, it employs tens of thousands of people. It's worth about a billion a billion euros a year, and I just think it's wrong. If you want to do them down, do them down, but don't try and pit them against sport. That's not fair.
2: <laughs> so, in Dan's piece, for those of you who have not a chance to response. read it, and I would recommend it, the figures, as Richie outlined, 1.5 billion between 2001 and 2021. It comes courtesy of the betting. Levy, and I would say at times when the betting levy hasn't been enough, the government have topped up that fund anyway to the tune of 494 million over these twenty years in taxpayer money. But so it's 1.5 billion paid out, but 494 million of that is not the betting levy; it's just further taxpayers' uh, money. As Richie alluded to, uh, the Irish Independent in their piece spoke to industry insiders, and so football these days accounts for pretty much 50 percent of betting greyhound racing is somewhere around 7% and yet it's uh, receiving 20% of that 1.5 billion over 20 years and the point is made in Dan's piece that all this money has for instance allowed horse racing Ireland to raise levels of prize money when the stats show that all this prize money mostly benefits a privileged few some of whom are not tax resident in this country and they're very much classed as industries as opposed to sports. That's what Leo Varadkar getting at there. And uh, the point is made in Dan's piece as well. I think it's a, a fair one to ask. And it's a point KHSK make they say, Ireland is recognised as a world leader in horse racing. So why is it still so reliant on state funding given the wealth visible around the dominant upper echelons? And in the case of greyhound racing, why is this declining industry kept afloat by tax funds when this parachute isn't extended to other sectors of Irish society, let alone other sports, but other sectors of Irish society aren't so well looked after? I think um, it is one of the great deals uh, back in 2001 Yeah ever managed. I mean, there's a piece in how it all came about because it must be one of the great deals ever swung by any sport or industry in this case. But 1.5 billion and 494 million of that is from taxpayers' uh, money to top up the betting levy. I, I, I just don't think anyone thinks it's appropriate. Except for Leo Vradker seemingly. You know, like, this is what we have to, Like, if you
1: read Dan's piece this morning before you listen to Leo Varadkar, there's no way that you weren't chuckling along listening to him because all of the points that Dan, well, sorry, the piece, the report um, uh, laid out that this is what they say, this is about uh, the equestrian industry, this is what they say about the amount of jobs that it provides, how much money it brings into the economy and how that is all completely undermined by the report, which it actually digs into where where those jobs are and so on and so forth. And it's like it's absolutely the Taoiseach's response there you know and talking about like even I just thought it was kind of a glib thing for him to just blame it was Aon or Earden Richie was it who was asking yeah. the question to, for him to blame him for pitting Sport up against the question whereas actually this is the FAI who, have, come, uh, who have, have sent this forward. And it just seems like it's not being taken seriously. Now, it's early it's not, stages and yet and it's not probably for the shock to respond to it. It's going to be for the Department of Agriculture, which is a whole thing in itself as to why horse racing falls under the Department of Agriculture rather than the Department of Sport, you know. So uh, I feel like we haven't heard the last of this by any means, but uh, the whole thing is just fascinating. You're right, though. It's an, <laughs> some
2: deal that they got. But again, it's so black and white. It's so black and white. It's an amazing stat. So the go-to defence is that, well, there are 29,000 people quoted by Deloitte as working in the equestrian industry, but then it turns out a quarter of those work in bookies and a further 7,000 aren't involved directly at done. all. Now, should we protect Somewhere jobs in media in horse racing and should we uh, in media? Okay should we yeah. protect horse racing and, you know, like, do, we, do you want to see any industry run down? No. Like, you know, it's it But no one's saying to uh, run it down. No one's saying to run it down. I know, that's yeah, what, sorry, That's what, what Fracker's. getting at. I'm just it's saying, like, Rich, I'm not I'm just finish. I
0: know, yeah, I know, but it's just that argument itself. It's like no one's saying, like, that it should be run down and no one's saying that they want to see it fail. But if it's that's your money you're getting from the government, you can't say it's your money unless you've actually earned it. And the stats show that 50% of betting, like look at any football show and what it's buffeted by in terms of its ads, it's all betting, 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 and it's all
1: football. So 50% of betting money comes from football. No, sorry, it and isn't. It's 50% comes from non-horse racing and greyhound racing. Non-horse racing, yeah. And then football is about 50% of that yeah. 50%. Yeah.
0: But yeah, but like generally, like it's it's not looking to take away their money. It's looking for them to prove that they're earning it, and they can't prove that they're earning it based on those. 50% figures that are presented in the report.
2: Uh, let's go snooker. Ronnie O'Sullivan then.
0: Yeah, his hopes of winning an eighth World Snooker Championship collapsed spectacularly this afternoon. He lost all seven frames of the afternoon session to lose 13-10 to Luca Bressel. Speaking to your sport afterwards, O'Sullivan wasn't too downcast about his exit. I felt all
2: right. I, felt all right. You know, I just thought I'd just got maybe just hang on and try to try and graft it out and see what can happen. But, you know, you know, I just, I just never put up any resistance. You know, I, the chance I did have didn't score heavy enough. Running out of position a lot, chasing the game. Guys playing well against you, putting you under pressure. Sometimes, you know, you, 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 you know, you, you, you just don't win. You know, that's just as simple as it's simple. You know, the other guy plays better on the day, deserves his victory.
0: Uh, Bressel is going to play either Anthony McGill or C. Jahui in the semifinals. They have resumed at eight frames apiece, playing the uh, uh, first frame of that session at the moment. Mark Selby resumed 9-5 up on John Higgins, and he's some ways uh, towards claiming the 15th frame of that match as well. Of course, the first to 13 will make it through to the semifinals and play Mark Allen, who booked his semi-final spot in his first in 14 years with a 13-10
1: win over Jack Jones today. Ronnie gone Michael that's not the script are you a new blood man or uh, you w- it's only interesting when Ronnie is there I'm probably a- touch more towards the latter yeah Arthur was like this is great this is great for the tournament and look who wants to see the same guy with it all the time and I'm like I was really looking forward to Ronnie versus John Higgins in the final <laughs> if it got to that I would have watched all 30 however many frames there would be uh, now I'm like
2: yeah we'll see what happens over the weekend in a world that is changing too quickly before my eyes Luca never changes watching Ronnie John Higgins is precisely what I need I know Luke Bricell like I mean I need, I
1: need him in the semi-finals 12 years in a row before I develop any kind of relationship with him so, uh, yeah, I mean, that is not the script. Um, well, he was 10-6, like, you know, going into this session 10-6 up and lost 13-10. Think about that, like, yeah. for Ronnie O'Sullivan. But it's an amazing
2: story from um, the other side of it. It's just one that we're all going to find it hard to <laughs> get our head around. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the cricket then. Ireland obviously off to a very good start against Sri Lanka yesterday. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I think this is heading for a draw. Ireland made to toil in the field on day three of their second test with Sri Lanka in Gal today. Sri Lanka opener Nishan Madushka remains not out on 149, with the hosts ending the day on 357 for one. Uh, Captain Dimuth karantana also made a century, while Kusal Mendes is just 17 runs off his own. They'll resume their first innings in the morning, still 135 runs short of Ireland's total of
2: 492. Are we still happy, happy with a draw, Michael?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's draws a good result. It's just it's it's very unlikely that you have to get ten, you have to get twenty wickets to win a Test match, and there isn't going to be time for Ireland to realistically get that, having to bat again, in the meantime as well. And obviously, they do have to protect their total as well, and not get like, you know, bowled out for eighty five and risk losing the game. So uh, it's looking like a draw, as Richie said. Um, I didn't realise that this uh, game was being broadcast live on Premier Sports. So if people are interested in it tomorrow, it'll be on early in the morning, obviously. And throughout the um, early afternoon. So we're watching if you can. Um, I
2: didn't realise it was on uh, TV here. Trying to take the money off horse racing. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown, says a texture. Uh, Is the lack of funding really what's holding the FAI back? They can't even sort themselves out with a sponsor, says John Tipperary. I mean, it's part of it, John, I think. And in terms of what they can do at grassroots, it would go a long way. By the way, I'm not absolutely, I am not advocating that we just take this 1.5 billion of the last 20 years and somehow just because this is part of an FAI report that we give it all to uh, football. But certainly, I I do agree with Roy Barrett and he he gave some very interesting interviews on his uh, departure from the FAI a few weeks ago. I mean, he strongly made the argument that football in this country has been underfunded. And that, uh, given its popularity, I just think that is a uh, an impossible point to debate. It has been underfunded, there's no doubt.
1: And it relates to the texter's initial point, because we've talked about this a good bit on, on slight tangent. The underfunding, I think, has been largely the fault of the FAI, not solely, but, you know, in not almost fighting their corner strongly enough. and you know, regardless of whether this is right or wrong or whether the money would be put to use, I'm delighted to see them fight their corner in this Mm. regard because it is. Now, there's another argument to say, like, what has football betting on, uh, you know, Champions League or, you know, Italian Serie A got to do with the FAI? Yeah. You know, so and I, I mean, I'm sure that's the same with the betting levy for the for horse racing, greyhound racing as well. But at the same time, why should it necessarily go to yeah. the FAI or the GA or RFU
2: or, or whoever? Yeah, I don't. I like the the betting levy should not go to whichever sport is generating the most betting. It should just be money taken and distributed evenly, in the same way as sport is. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, there is GA on the scene in Rich Live GA. <coughs>
0: Yeah, the last remaining place in this year's Air All Ireland under twenty football semi finals is up for grabs tonight. Derry meet down at the Boxes Athletic Rounds to decide the Ulster champions uh, that is just thrown in. The winners will meet Leinster Champions Kildare in next week's All Ireland semi-finals. Kildare, meanwhile, can book their place in the Electric Ireland Leinster minor semi finals tonight with a win over leash in their last group game. Dublin Lead only a draw against Westmeath to finish top of group two. There was a six thirty start in R D. So they're into the second half there, where it's currently loud, five points. Points, Mead five points in their encounter Carlo meanwhile still hoping to reach the knockout phase they play group three leaders Wicklow that's at Netwatch Cullen Park and also just underway
1: Kildare Rising Joe two under 20s Leinsters mm. in a row
2: yeah we're coming oh, over fair
1: that fair enough hill. they're heading to the
2: Talton Cup in the seniors this year but it's all but there we could the win future. it now yeah, we'll awesome. win it in uh, two not? years time yeah um, we should just mention, well, ironically, given the discussion we've had, <laughs> uh, turn onto... And, I, and sorry, when I say ironic, like the, the point I was just making earlier on, nobody's advocating the dismantling or running down of horse racing. The point is that racing's in a great place. And as the Dan's piece says, it is dominated by the upper echelons in many cases. And it, it, it's just worth thinking for a second this 1.5 billion, 80% of which has gone to horse racing. So we are talking about 64% of state money, 64% of state money is used as the prize money in horse racing. So a huge amount of the rate, we're talking, oh, you've got to keep jobs and none of us want to see a single job lost in racing. But 64% of the state support for horse racing is prize money. Now of that 64%, 21% of it goes to how many Owners in 2019. Three. Yeah. So there is a, a huge transfer of state and betting levy money going to three owners. Anyway, punches is 10. Where those three owners either. will...
0: Yeah, well actually uh, there was a major upset on day two of Punchestown. odds on favourite Gallopin Deschamps was beaten into second in the Punchestown Gold Cup by the Martin Brazzle train fast to slow the JJ Sleven Mount won by just over two lengths Willie Mullins did train the winner in the first of this evening's grade ones with Gaelic Warrior claiming the Irish mirror novice hurdle and teenage jockey John Gleeson won the flat race aboard a dream to share for 85
2: year old trainer John Kiley Very good we are out of time we're going to get over to the Ad. Richie, thanks a nice and Michael thank you very much cheers yeah. out